You are listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fiennes, is, there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Gear 30 Podcast, where we talk about outdoor Aye. adventuring. Who <laughs> lives in a pineapple under the sea. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, welcome to the Gear 30 Podcast. Uh, tis, the, tis the season to... Our brains are, are, are switching over to winter. Mm-hmm. Chase has switched over about three months ago. Yep. Mine switched <laughs> over a few weeks That's ago. Funny. Mine's only it is, switched off for about two months. It is near the uh, the end of September, and so now it's the time to prepare for the winter and prepare for ski season. So I don't... I, re- I spend a little time relishing the fall. You know, yeah. like I don't... Because my favorite time to snowboard is february yeah so we got a little bit of time but chase is like give me november <laughs> give me yeah. november november yeah. december january February, march yeah. april may so yeah. we backpack um trail run hike i guess every now and then what are we what are we doing <clears throat> to to get ready well for there's there's two sides Okay. There's your mind and your body. Okay. And you got to make sure that both th- are equally prepared for the ski season. Maybe three sides. What's the third? Mind, body, and equipment. Gear. You get me? Yeah. And gear. okay, okay, sorry. So there's it's like a triangle. You know? Oh, very nice. Yeah. This is the pyramid method <laughs> the, the of pyramid, getting ready for ski mm-hmm. season. Yeah. That's the title of this episode. Okay. The pyramid method. Pyramid method. Mind, body, equipment. Okay. What? So there's three of us. Yeah. So I can't do equipment. You're definitely body. Okay, cool. I'll Kay. do body. Your body. Chase, you do mine. Mind. Yeah. You can do equipment. All right, okay. let's do this. All so, right. one way to prepare your mind is to <laughs> watch movies. Uh, no, yeah. that that's sorry. That was I jumped you, the gun. You stole my. This is my topic. Your body. Um, <laughs> keep drinking your PBR, and you can talk about body. I'm when it's preparing your turn. for snowboard season, <laughs> Chase. <laughs> so step one. There's a science. There's a, <laughs> the science to this science. stuff. I'm trying to get my mind ready. Okay. <laughs> okay. Mm, well, PBR so snowboarding. Drink PBR. Okay. I guess if if that's your thing, drinking PBR is going to definitely prepare you for or diet coke. If you can, Whatevs. I mean, if you can down PBRs here. And you can get down quick. You can think of how many you can down like on Dolor right on the way up. Yeah, and so. uh, and really what I'm what I'm doing because this is your part your your portion uh, mentally, um, no mentally I drink PBRs after mowing the lawn, <laughs> after a long backpack hike, after a good like a half day snowboarding and then down a PBR then finish the other half of the day, or a random podcast in a in a trailer. I mean that's that's basically when. That's when I so most of those are very physical activities. <laughs> very well, yeah. especially podcasting. Podcasting, yeah. <laughs> like, but so so mentally, I'm trying to get in that space right now. That's of like, good. You know what? Winter is coming. I gotta, 
I got to get on yes, that. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And you have to like envision. You have to close your right. eyes for a little bit and and just envision mm. where you're going to ski this year. Yeah, and this is really what, cold, cold, cold. What beer. lines you're going to ski, and you have to envision yourself like just skiing these cool lines and hitting these lips and throwing, do you do that throwing cool tricks that i'm never gonna be able to do but it sounds really cool do you dream about it oh absolutely like you have dreams oh yeah about I totally I dream about how skiing. good are you in your dreams because i'm a really good skateboarder no, in my dreams i'm a heck of a lot better in my dreams than in reality <laughs> like i remember this one time i had a dream in, in my dreams in my dream that i i pulled like a uh, I don't even know, like a 1900. <laughs> I was like, wow. And in my dream, it was so easy. I yeah. had so much airtime. I was just like, this is so easy. Man. Yeah, your, flo- your spatial it. awareness was there. And I was knew. like, this yeah. is so easy. And then I woke up and I was like, oh, crap. So how do I apply that to reality? Um, but it's preparing my mind, you know? Yeah. Um, but it, I think the biggest one is you've got to watch some ski movies to just instill mm-hmm. some stoke in your life. And it just prepares your mind a little bit better to then prepare your body to actually do those things that they're doing in the ski movies. Okay, so what's out? What's what's released? Because this is a weird COVID Nothing's year. Nothing's really and you been can't released really... yet. Okay. But this Thursday, um, the 24th, is that, yeah, the 24th, TGR is premiering. Well, TGR has already premiered, I think, yesterday, the day before. Um, but they have the Utah premiere at the Redwood Drive-In this Thursday, and I am stoked. And I know a lot of people don't get stoked on the ski movie premieres, but it's since I was a little kid, it's what we do we go to the ski movie premieres whether it's warren miller or whatever and that is like boom now all we can think about is skiing yep now i have the right to only talk about skiing because it's coming so that's this thursday a lot of them are doing virtual showings warren miller that warren miller this year is a virtual showing um but yeah ski movies watch them study them study them <laughs> yeah what's your favorite each year do you have one i usually tend to like um tgr's better than anyone else mm-hmm. yeah me do too the best um my favorite one they've ever done is rogue elements um yeah but they, they have some really good stuff productions tgr was my favorite because <clears throat> i'd go to warren miller and i'd come away from that thinking they talked way too much yep didn't ski enough yep i'd um and they didn't do enough, like... You guys are too damn they, young. They were, they ski resorts the whole time. Yeah, it's the resorts. Or or heli skiing, but mostly resorts. Yeah. And um, then you watch <clears throat> Matchstick, and it's like too much park, <laughs> and not enough... Not enough who, does all the, who does all the urban mountain. scenes? That's like level, level one... And stuff that, is cool. That was before my day. Yeah. yeah. Level one and poor boys productions. And I think toy, I don't even remember. There's so many different small little media things now, mm-hmm. but I think TGR has the best balance of big mountain, but they also, they're really good at storytelling. Yep. They tell it still, yep. they tell a story and have a good theme. Warren Miller's. I feel like every year it's like these, you were paying homage to the, the founders of skiing. I'm like, that's what you say every single year. And it's just like kind of the same story, kind of boring, boring, boring story of skiing, <laughs> groomers. It's just. Not I grew exciting. up with Warren Miller, and it is. It's um. It's sad, um. But it's true. Warren Miller, the man, made Warren Miller films what yeah. they are. Well, I mean, he was so good. So his voice, his humor. He put ski films on the map. Uh, it was. It was a thing that. 
back in the day in here in Ogden, they used to show them up at Weber State. And it was just an absolute party, mm-hmm. like a, a party. Yeah. And, and it was, it's how you ushered in the ski year. Right. Yeah. And they still showed it. Well, except for this year, they showed it at the Egyptian theater. It used to show three nights, I think. Now I think it's just one night. But um, I, I think one. I think they still TG, do multiple nights, but. They might. Yeah. TGR wouldn't be what it is without Warren Miller. Warren mm-hmm. Miller is definitely like, he established it. He's was the first one to do it and he created a great uh, foundation for these other companies to build upon and then like gotta say johnny mosley he's he's got a great voice and he can he can narrate those movies but it doesn't mean that the movies are very good yeah um so that's i don't know i warren miller just i think they're relying on their name too much and they're just not they their writers also like they have incredible skiers but the big name athletes are riding TGR and, and matchstick. Yep. <clears throat> so my favorite, my favorite ski movie from Warren Miller, this was back like 96, wow. 98, somewhere in there. Free riders. Mm. It was a, <clears throat> it was the one, the one Warren Miller that I watched over and over and over. I, any of them after that, that I remember I'd get bored, mm. which is weird for a ski movie, but I just like, just, stop talking and ski harder stuff <laughs> go off big jumps and do cool tricks yeah and <clears throat> then i really liked matchstick but when i would watch matchstick there was like a lot of park and a lot of big tricks but and and some hilly big mountain stuff i guess but it was all skiing and like almost no storytelling and there's kind of got to be a balance of the two. Yeah, I, I totally. was surprised how much for me, I was, when I was watching Warren Miller, I was like, Oh, stop talking and start skiing more. But then I saw the match taken. It was like all skiing, no story. And I, and I kind of got bored there too. And then I got to, uh, TGR was always my favorite because it was the balance between the two. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <clears throat> I'm trying to think of all the TGR movies back from my teenage years that I, that I have memorized. Um, there's High Life, which was, which was one that from back in the day. There's uh, there's one that I can't remember the name of that I watched over and over and over. Oh, there's, I'm trying um, to think. They all they all run together. I haven't, but really since I've uh, in the last ten years or so since I've been married and and stuff, I haven't gone out to all of the ski movie ski movies every year like i used to and i don't re-watch them over and over and over like i used to yeah and so tight loose that was a good one let's see you can go clear back i mean we're talking like early 2000s yeah was, that's was, when the, was when i um under the influence is that a ski or i don't know um trying to think lost and found So I, I'm thinking like High Life was probably when I was in junior high. Soul Purpose, 04. High Life, high life 03. Yep, it was 03. high school for me. Wait, that's no. Salad, Salad. Days. So yeah. Ma- Matchstick is. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, I remember that one. Matchstick does like Mercedes Benz ads and stuff. Sierra Nevada and. Mind yeah. the Addiction, that was one of my favorites. I don't know if I've seen that one. Um. <clears throat> They've, uh, I remember further. For, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they've been, Matchstick has been around for, or not Matchstick, well, Matchstick's been around for a while, too. Teton Gravity. 
DGR, yeah. Um, but yeah, ski movies are—they're just a—they're a great way. I—I I tell friends, um, I've got like a pretty big group of friends that isn't huge into the outdoors, um, and I'll talk about ski movies, and they're like, "Wait, like you—you'll you'll watch a movie of people skiing?" I'm like, yeah, it's literally the coolest thing you've ever seen in your life, and it like was mind blowing <laughs> to me to hear people say like it was when I got to college really people would be like you watched movies with people skiing and to me like I grew up watching ski movies like I haven't seen half the Disney movies you guys talk about <laughs> because <laughs> I don't care to watch that yeah like ski movies are just and they're just fun it's a good time so that's that's a good way to prepare your mind to ski there was a <clears throat> there was a um I think it was a clip of a TGR ski movie maybe it was matchstick I don't remember but they had this whole mountainside like lit up in different colors and stuff. And yeah, that's Matchstick. That, that Matt was Chris Ben Chetler's um, Grateful Dead like collaboration. Um, Do you remember what that was just called? Just last year, right? Mm, Might have been a few years ago. I remember they, seeing one. Yeah. Uh, the the music to it. It was the first time I had heard the song. It's by. Uh, by this band, uh, like a Swedish band or something, First Aid Kit, I think. Um, I remember thinking, oh, I really like that music, but I, I liked it because it was tied to the skiing. Yeah. Some of my favorite songs of all time are songs that I've heard from ski movies because when I hear them, I think of skiing. Yep. That's my, my go-to. I have three playlists right now, and one of them is just a compilation of all TGR movie music yeah um so some of it's surf some of it's mountain bike some of it's ski but it's like the best best music to listen to so they i know you're talking about but then last year um chris ben chetler did the fire on the mountain it's a 30 minute and it's ski and snowboard or ski and um surf it's pretty sweet so they got and it's all like grateful bad stuff oh yeah oh there it is Pretty, pretty sweet stuff. Rank it. You like some Grateful Dead? Mm. Look at that shot. So, anyways. Yeah, so cool. I think my the, favorite music to... this Afterglow segment that it was... Okay, I've seen that before. And they have, like, suits that are all lit up, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, And then yeah. they've got the mountain lit up and all the different colors. It was... And I feel like that inspired this. Yeah. So if you... Uh, if you YouTube... Afterglow ski... Ski segment or something... Let me see if I can... Can you see this, Brandon? I remember this. Have you seen I've this? I've seen that, yeah. It was like... Yeah, yeah Pep Fujas. The OG. Mm. Oh, I really like this song. I do. Same. Oh, it's so cool. It's so cool. Mm. That just is like... A dream. It's so cool. That's sweet. Mm. 
that's me. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, Greg, what do we do to get our gear in line? <clears throat> so, um, <clears throat> so for those people, for people that want to know what I'm, what we're talking about, search on YouTube Afterglow, uh, full film by Sweetgrass Productions something and uh and you'll see it's like the cool one of the coolest ski segments i've and ever then seen it's after so cool. that search fire on the mountain and it's chris ben chetler's um movie and it's if you get like the the tgr um teton gravity app it's all free on there oh, really? um yeah the teton tv but yeah it's another really good one and it combines surfing skiing snowboarding and the grateful dead Huh. So, interesting okay. yeah um so then to get your equipment ready so there's a few things if you're into backcountry skiing that you that you need to do um but just for resort skiing you should uh if you haven't already what a lot of people like to do is you like to put a layer of wax over over the top of your skis for storage and then um in the fall you'll want to do you, do you do that? No, I don't. Yeah, sure. But you should. Yeah. It, it's a good idea. It keeps, keeps the bases, keeps better. The bases in better shape. I don't do that, unfortunately. But what I do is early in the season, about right now or so, maybe October, um, I wax my skis up really well. I get the bases real hot. I, I hot wax those those skis, and I try to get a lot of wax into the base. And um, you can take them to a shop and have them done professionally, or you can do them at home. Um, but you want to wax your skis up really well and get uh and do a really good hot wax and get those bases really hot what happens is you've got pores in the plastic of the the base material and as you heat it up those pores open up and then the wax will melt into them and it'll hold more wax so that um, those bases don't dry out and they'll stay sliding better for for a long time um so you want to do that you also want to check your bindings make sure that um <clears throat> they're working properly that you don't have any loose bolts as that are or loose screws that are screwed into your skis uh if make you sure do, the din didn't move yeah check your din um <laughs> that's, when, that's concerning if it did <laughs> well i mean like when you're yeah stuff happens you know yeah. just make sure everything's lined up so to give you an idea there's one customer that that we worked with we sold him some skis some dean fit bindings and some other things and as he's touring and he he was using them just to hike up the ski local ski resort in the mornings for exercise and ski down um but over the course of a season he never checked his how tight his bindings were and stuff and one of the screws um on the hill piece the screw that controls how tight that hill is uh started loosening it started working its way out on him and over the course of a season as he's I don't know if it was as he was hiking up or skiing down, the screw came out and his hill piece just started spinning on the Whoa. on the back tower. Yeah. Or whatever. And um then he when it when that happened, he found the pieces and stuff and he brought it in and, and we fixed it. But then we looked at the other one and the other one was just barely hanging on, was about to fall out too. And I've never seen that happen before. <clears throat> but it was a good reminder to me that I a few times during the season I usually check all my screws and make sure everything everything's in place in where where I had set it. And on all of my DinaFit bindings, I've never had a screw loosen up on me, but I have seen it before. So it's a good idea just to on any binding, especially touring bindings, check all of your screws, make sure they're 
they're not loose, they're where they need to be. And um, on your boots, it's uh, there's not a whole lot you need to do with your boots other than um, sometimes I find that my feet hurt the first few times skiing for the season and then my feet get used to my boots and my boots mm -hmm. kind of get used to my feet. And so if you're concerned about that, just start to uh, put your boots in and hang out in your boots at home. Walk around in them. Um, Go to the store. A little bit. Go to the store. Yeah, know? if you want. You should drive in them. It's safe. <laughs> um, but if you if you want your your first few days of skiing to be a little bit more comfortable and stuff, you can start breaking your feet into your boots a little bit early. Um, that's a good idea. And um, if you find that as you're going through all your gear, you need new replacement gear, you just want new replacement gear, now's the time to be getting that, getting your boots molded, uh, getting every your skins cut, all of that stuff, because what happens and inevitably... people are contacting us about this every day. Oh, so. That's great. But what happens inevitably is we get a big snowstorm in November or in December or something, and everybody gets excited and everybody rushes it. It gets their stuff, and you're like, oh, crap, I need hot wax. I've got these new skins, but they're still not cut. I need to get my boots molded and stuff like that. And so suddenly they're coming into our shop, and we're way backed up, and it's like, hey, I want to go skiing tomorrow. Can you get this done? They're like, well, we're actually like eight days out because we're inundated with people yep. who have that same same plan. So getting that stuff done now will ensure that when the snow flies in november december you're going to be the one of those taking advantage as opposed to one of those waiting for your ski stuff to get to get put together and get your skis to get mounted your skins to get cut that sort of thing um the other thing to check is check your beacons um you don't need to put new batteries in yet i would just put them in before you before you take them out for the first time but, but buy them make sure you have new batteries get, ready to rock get, yeah get new batteries make sure your beacon is working i mean turn your beacon on use a couple of beacons make sure they're working properly um and you don't need to replace one and stuff because the last thing you want is to turn your beacon on the morning of and either you're out of batteries you don't have new batteries or your beacon's not working and you have to go buy a new one or whatever else so check on those things um what else that's uh that's a good uh, that's yeah good stuff for starters yeah, I guess. yeah. so brandon how Hi, do you get brandon. the bod in right, top, so, get top get shape. Body ready. so bot, <laughs> to get the body in top condition first thing you need to do is ensure that you do still have the ability to drink a nice cold beverage uh, after a run or two so uh, warm up with a pbr maybe for breakfast like um if you've got your oatmeal and stuff that you like to do just jump just jump the pbr hit, the hit a pbr for breakfast and then that might help you get kind of in the mood you know like like oh i think i think ski season's coming um i should probably do some squats do a few squats there you go do some squat air do, squats to start do maybe like five squats between sips well you know you do you you know like <laughs> i just do one but it's usually down it's usually down because i got to take a squat in the morning um, and, and we're good <laughs> and then back up again but i'm pressing like 200 pounds so you know it's it's not like there's no weight on those legs uh no but seriously 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 um we're we're doing the we're we meaning uh, Ben and some 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 friends, 
in order to get ready for touring season, because we feel like there's going to be a lot of touring this year. Yeah. So we got to get our legs in climbing shape as well as used to the altitude and stuff. So we're doing local peaks. And so we did Maylands last week. We plan to do Ben Lomond, Lewis, uh, and Mount Ogden. And so that's five, four or five weeks of, of peaks. And, you know, do that now before it gets cold and you don't want to do it anymore. And your legs... I think it'll make a big difference. There's all kinds of home workouts. You can go to YouTube and find like how to get ready. There's some killer workouts from, is it like the mountain? They're like mountain gyms. You can download apps and get a workout for ski season or uphill, workout athlete. For uphill athlete for snowboard season. Check that stuff out. You got to pay for it, but it's worth it. Uh, ben followed that program a few years ago and uh, he did, I think it was a, uh, it was quite a few weeks. It was like an eight-week program or something, but it was a killer program. So it'll take you through some some squats and lunges and all that kind of stuff. And um, but you're, you know, I mean, you guys know you're listening. Your skier, your snowboarder, your quads are going to get hammered. So practice some wall sits for a while. Like if you're at the office, sit, just do a wall sit for until your legs are burning so write, much write an email while you wall sit and then you can get done when you're the, done writing your email yeah it's like the fastest email you ever wrote in your life <laughs> yep. yeah talk that, about productivity uh your upper body can go to crap all right we don't need we're not worried about the upper body right now right <laughs> climbing season is a long ways away that's the opposite time of the year uh for those of you wrapping up climbing season right now they're like uh, i'm still climbing until the snow flies bro yeah i got you okay so <laughs> december through March or whatever, um, we don't worry about upper body. It's all it's all in our it's all in our legs. <laughs> hit the hit the stair stepper, stair climber, whatever that thing's called at your local gym. So you've obviously never hit the stair stepper or stair climber before a season. I this have. is my segment. Oh, I'll tell you sorry, what. Sorry. I'll tell you what. I use <laughs> my arms a lot when I'm touring for hiking uphill. Yeah. Burpees. I'm, yeah. What's that? Do some burpees. Burpees well, we don't great. need to go that far. Oh, yeah, burpees. Yeah, but then you get burpees both. are hard. But yeah, we you are. do get well, both. Skiing's not easy. We're trying to weed people out here. Bro. I don't know. Yeah. Skiing's pretty easy for me, but I, I, wow. I, it kind of came wow. naturally for me. It's just. I think, I think um, there's a word for that. I think hiking, and now, Prod- now prodigy, you can't I just think? hike the Bonneville shoreline. <laughs> you got to hike things with some vertical. You got to go vert because you got to get the quads, you got to get the air. Go if, to, if you can see me, I'm pointing at Brandon saying yep. that's it. Get vertical. Get man. vertical. <laughs> you got to start at the base of Snow Basin and hike the runs. That way you can see what you're doing. You can see where the bumps, the rocks are going to be and stuff. Um, but hike. Get out and hike right now. Get moving right now. If you cannot do that, I think you're right, Chase. The ch- the treadmill and the stair steppers are the way to go if you're like urban mm-hmm. urban environment. But you're, here's the crazy thing, too, is people fly in to Colorado, to Utah, from uh, the Jersey Shore, from Florida, from all over the world, that but places that are flat and sea level and no mountains. Please, if you want to have a good time, once you come out here, because the altitude is one, one thing, but the in-shapeness is another. Mm-hmm. Start now and be in shape so that when you come out here, you do day one and then you can't walk for a week and you're like on a five day vacation. So, um, and that's what they, that's what you got to do. You got to come out here and you got to ski, 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 ski three, four, five days in a row. Well, locals don't do that to start. We'll go a day and we'll go like our first day, me now I'm older, but usually my first day is, is two or three runs. 
I buy a pass, so we're, we're privileged that way. And that's just enough to block, get the legs thinking, oh, new sport, okay. Mm-hmm. And then you wait a few more days till your legs like heal up, and then you go. But then, but it's usually two. It's usually three for me now. It's three to four times before I'm on all day, all day. Yeah. And if I can do it in bounds first, and this is for the backcountry skiers, if you can go in bounds first and at least get those legs underneath you, then you then when it comes to touring, you'll be in better shape to go touring. <clears throat> Yeah, totally. For me, back in the day <clears throat> when I was skiing at resorts a lot, I would, I, I'd, I'd be skiing the moment the resorts opened, and yep. so like week before Thanksgiving or something like that, I'm up there three days a week, all the way through the end of December before the, you know the. Yeah, and I'm basically anybody else. who's like, essentially twenty five, twenty seven years old and older, the time's caught up to you. So your first. When you're 19 to 23, 24, 25, you just go. You just right. go. <clears throat> yeah. You you hike before the first snow flies, and you can't. The resorts aren't open. You're just hiking and lapping and hiking and lapping. Like that's what you do. Right. But for me, <clears throat> like back then, I'd ski, and and because there was only like one ribbon of, of of man-made snow from the top of the mountain to the bottom of the mountain, I'd just lap that over and over and over, and I'd just bomb it from top to bottom as fast as I could go. But it was all about getting my legs in shape so that by the time this middle of December, end of December, when there was plenty of snow and everything was covered and we could ski powder all day, <clears throat> my legs were ready for it. But it really took like skiing two or three days a week all day long, doing laps all day long to the point where then I could ski the whole mountain all day and, and not die and my legs could keep up with that type of stuff. I don't have that luxury now. And so if I want to make the most of my resort days, the few that I get, or if I really want to make the most of my backcountry days and, and hike fast and all that stuff, I really have to start getting in shape now now in, now. in different yeah. ways. So I'm, I'm doing squats. I'm doing lunges. Um, I'm biking. I'm, I'm hiking, all that Even stuff. Even short jogs. You get a, a two, three, four miler in the mornings, that'll help because co- you're compacting your legs yeah. and that, that'll help get you in shape. But I'll tell you what, there's a different burn from going downhill on skis and getting those quads burning. Oh, man, that's a different burn than you get pretty much in any other way other than doing, like, squats, yeah. loads of squats like and, holding and wall, wall sits and stuff. three-quarter squat. Yeah. So I like to, uh, yeah, I like to do, if you start, have kids, the squats. This really. sort of is the best way to mimic it. If you have kids... Or maybe your, or maybe your girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever, G- get into a three quarter squat and then just have them jump on you, <laughs> like it's, because that'll increase your weight load and stuff as you're like holding your squat. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll do that. My kids like to ride on my back, so they'll yeah. jump jump on my back and I just like squat up and yep. down, up and down, yeah, up and down. yeah. All right, I got to run, so we got to wrap. But that yeah. was fun. That was a good one. All right, so thanks for joining us for the podcast. If you are excited about ski season, it's woo, time. Woo, woo. <laughs> time we got one in the house. <laughs> time to get prepared. So, uh, yeah, get get working out, get watching those ski videos, and go on to gear30.com. That's G-E-A-R-T-H-I-R-T-Y.com to start getting your, uh, your winter gear. Uh, the new gear that you need to get for this year, as well as... Uh, give us a call to, to get your skis ready and, and check on your other gear, cut your skins, all those types of things, which we do at our shop. 
Um, if you enjoyed the podcast, don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends, please. And uh, I think that's it. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you on the next episode. See you out there. Mm-hmm.